Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Oh, 
the bangles, do your step, you can do it all by yourself, let me see you do it, hey, let me see you do it, hey, snap your fingers, do your step, you can do it all by yourself, let me see you do it, hey, let me see you do it, hey, she's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Yeah. Now I hit the LBO with doubles in my hands. I did half a sand, 13 hours till I land. Have me out like a light day, like a light day, like a light day. Slept through the flight day, not for the night day. 767, man, it's just got double bedroom, man. I still got scores to settle, man. I crept down a block, made a right, yeah. Cut the lights, yeah. Pay the price, yeah. Niggas think it's sweet, it's on sight, yeah. Nothing nice, yeah. Vegas in my eyes, Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, that's what we like, lost my respect, not a threat, when I shoot my shot, that shit ready like on Shaq, see the shots that I took, wet like on Book, wet like on Lizzie, I be spinning valley circle blocks till I'm busy, like where is he, no one's seen him, trying to clean him, yeah. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan. This is your Thursday episode. I don't know who is out there still listening. Uh, if you guys are fighting the uh, the weather, trying to get on a plane somewhere. I hear a lot of planes are being canceled, so stay safe out there. Um, it has been a wild journey for me here in uh, Gilbert, Arizona with my folks. Uh, if you are just tuning in, this is a horrible time just to tune in because we are on part three of a four-part Home Alone recap with Annabelle DeSisto. On part two, we finally got to the movie. And I think that's a huge accomplishment by me and Annabelle. So um, I do want to talk about a couple of things up top. Uh, I I do want to give you um, my progress with my face. Uh, As you know, I once again dyed my beard with an all natural uh, hair dye, not just for men, but it was a henna, all natural, no ammonia. I thought that was what was making my face blow up the first two times to look like the Nutty Professor. It turns out, no, it's just anything on my face. 
My face has started to, the swelling has, has started to go down a little bit. It's very itchy. Um, we're almost to the scabbing portion of the holidays. Uh, it's really amazing stuff. Uh, also, shout out to the girl, uh, the lady at Costco who recognized me today from the podcast. That was amazing. And you made my mom very happy. I, by the way, I should pay, I, I really, I'm willing to pay people to come up to, to, to me in public if my mom's there and make me look cool. So thank you so much for making me look cool today. She really, I could tell that actually kind of made her afternoon and we, we need those smiles right now. So I hope you guys are smiling with this insanity. Uh, I do want to once again apologize to Ruben, Ruben Stuttered from uh, Stuttered from American Idol. He was up against Clay Aiken and he won. Uh, I also thought he was dead. And I told Annabelle that and I was almost sure I was totally tr correct. And Annabelle was right this one time. And it turns out he is alive and he's doing a full tour with Clay Aiken this next year. So in, in, in reality, I think this is good promotion for Ruben Stuttered and Clay Aiken's tour in a way. But I was really embarrassed. I was like, whoa, are you ever so sure? Are you ever so sure about something where you're like, no, I, I remember mourning his loss. Like I was like, no, I'm positive. So that's good news. That's Christmas wish came true on that one because I, I like Ruben. Um, anyways, let's talk about something that's not from 2005, uh, Jax Taylor, just a couple years later, this guy, Jax Taylor, you guys remember him from Vanderpump rules, the guy that was always cheating and playing those funny cheating games. Um, this guy, I, this is, this is why shit bites you in the ass folks. I was asked to un to, to fall, like to unblock Jax. And he was going to like follow me. And I, it was very like the two people that, uh, said, come on, Ryan, you know, I really, I like these people. So I went ahead and did it in the spirit of kindness. And then this jerk steals from me last night. This jerk steals from my Instagram posts. And yeah, it's an Instagram post. Sure. But like, where, where does it stop? If it starts with Instagram posts, it's going to end. He's going to steal my bank account. Like there's, I mean, this guy wouldn't even give me the credit. Wouldn't even give me the credit of giving me a shout out. I posted yesterday on Instagram, and I think I mentioned this, I posted, we have entered the period of time that starts right before Christmas and ends right after New Year's where I have no effing idea what day it is. And then I put that really weird Simon Cowell photo where he got so much plastic surgery and he looks like he's just a zombie, and I put that photo. Now, this guy, Jax Taylor, he cuts off the Simon, the Simon Cowell photo with my watermark on it. And he leaves the exact phrasing. He just he just cuts out the photo. Cause I even put like this little hyphen thing in the U of fucking. Sorry, you guys. This is a family show. I, I know this is petty, but like I'm I'm pissed. He cut it off and then he put it in his stories and he put it in his Twitter. And he acted like it was a Jack's original thought. And then how dare you people that messaged me today and asked if I stole from Jack's? What the fuck are you smoking? When would I ever steal from Jax? Like what? Like maybe a tight Express for Men black button-up, but other than that, nothing. Are you kidding? You thought Jax? You like who? Who in their right mind? Like I literally had this message a couple times a day. Like, did you steal from Jax? I'm like, holy shit! First off, I feel like my reputation at least you should give me. We know Jax stole that, but the the doubters, like wow. Wow. And it's not that hard of a thought, but, but he literally stole it from my page. He couldn't, 
he couldn't, he didn't want to give me the credit. He like, that is hysterical. Oh my goodness. I am going to laugh with Ariana and Tom about this, this, that it just, it's not when your face is scabbing over from putting just for men, an all natural version on your face and your face is all puffy and you've got a headache and you, because you've been on Benadryl for like a two days, it doesn't help when Jax Taylor steals from you. It's too, per, it's too close to home. It's too personal. Now, I mean, this is what happens. You unblock somebody to do a favor to somebody, and then you get bitten in the ass. This is how hard do you think it was going to take a little bit of Jax's shine? Like, oh my God, oh no, Jax. Like, what do you, do you think this was going to steal Jax's sunshine? Come on. It's a stupid ass joke. I mean, oh, I. <laughs> Oh my God. Like in Jax, literally, dude, if you want me to write for you for a couple hundred bucks, I'll give you a comp- uh, I'll give you a bunch of shitty jokes that I use. I'll, I'll, I'll make them Jax originals if you want. I just need paid. <laughs> it really is out of a Black Mirror episode, like a really boring season of Black Mirror where I do a show making fun of Jax and then I try to um, be nice to him and then he steals from me. Like that's just wild. It is wild to me, <sighs> but this is Christmas time, a time to put aside all beefs. We love each other. That's all we're supposed to do. If you guys love me, uh, or if you want to give me a special holiday gift, uh, <laughs> go rate this podcast five stars on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Do it on, do it on both. Do it, do it, do it. Um, I was looking at funny memes as I do um, when I'm not stealing them back from Jax. And uh, there was this these great memes about Home Alone that somebody sent me that was cracking me up. Uh, we're going to talk about Jen Shaw in a second, too, you guys. Don't worry. We'll get to her. And also next week, we got to talk Nepo Baby. This Vulture article, I don't know if you've heard about Nepo Baby. We'll be doing a pop culture roundup next week, and we're going to talk about that then. Uh, Marissa, if you're listening to this or Sandra, can you make sure I talk about Nepo Baby next week? Anyways, these are A Modern Home Alone by Jen Lewis. I want to make sure I get her name right. Yeah, th- uh, this Jen Lewis is the credit for these. And it was Macaulay Culkin. These are like really cute little drawings. You can find them in my stories on Instagram. And Macaulay's like, Mom, Dad? And then you see Macaulay pick up his cell phone. Hello, I'm home alone. And then the mom right back, Kevin, I'm so sorry. We just ported, but I'll get off the plane and come right home. That's a modern home alone. Movie would have been solved in 30 seconds. Here's another modern home alone. We see Catherine O'Hara sleeping. The phone alarm goes off at the right time because she has an iPhone. And then it says, time to wake up and leisurely head to the airport, Peter. The end. Here's another modern home alone by Jen Lewis. Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Incompetents. I don't. Guys, I speak American. I don't know. And and Kevin's like, Siri, please translate les les incompetents. And then Siri's like, she's calling you an idiot, Kevin. And then Kevin's like, fuck off, Lenny. Modern Home Alone. Here's Modern Home Alone 2. Uh, It's the scene where Kevin bumps into the stewardess at the airline and jumbles all the tickets up. So he gets on the plane for New York. And she goes, he goes, hold on, I have a mobile pass. And then he busts his mobile pass out on his cell phone and says, Kevin McAllister. And um, the lady goes, oh, this flight is to New York. You're going to Miami. The end. I'm telling you, it is kind of perfect, though, that Home Alone can never truly be remade because they've screwed themselves with technology. This movie and Home Alone 2, to a 
degree as well, came along at the perfect time before social media, before cell phones, before we all had a satellite in our pockets. And I think this is really funny, but it's so true. Like half the thing about all the movies, have you ever seen The Net by San, with Sandra Bullock? And it was about the World Wide Web and she was a hacker. It was like there was... Go back and watch the net right now. And it was like high tech and everything is so like you watch it now and it looks like just dinosaurs. Hysterical. Movies don't do well with technology because technology will always outdate itself at some point. And I always find that fascinating about movies. You want to make a classic movie, keep away from technology. You know, it's always about ideas and always anyways, Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Because I got to tell you, I've watched Home Alone 2 now three times in the last couple of weeks. I don't know why I missed it the first time. I don't know why I didn't see it when I was growing up. It was just like, I don't know how that turned out to be a blind spot. And it's actually really damn great. And I'm saying this as an old man now, and that it's really good. And I'm like, wow, I cannot believe this wasn't in my life since it came out 20 plus years ago. My God. Is everybody doing okay with their families? Is everybody good? You know who I wish their family would kind of step in a little bit more is Jen Shaw's family. First off, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, it's a plane crash. We'll be recapping last week's and this week's episode next week. Um, but tonight's episode is a, just a train wreck. I just don't love being lied to or people making fun about, oh, I don't remember what happened to my eye. It's so weird. It's so creepy. And the thing is, you guys, Jen Shaw then immediately went on uh, the old Twitter, the old twatter, if you will. And this is just something I don't recommend of anybody that is about to be sentenced on January 6th. She writes, um, she tries to like own Whitney Rose on Twitter. She's like, hey, Whitney Rose, you blaming me for Heather's black eye tonight was so very January 6th, 21 of you. Guess you can't hide that insurrection spirit for long. And she has a photo of her and Sarah kissing and Sarah stormed the Capitol, I guess, on January 6th. And here's the deal. Who thought, who would have thought to save the day Lisa Barlow comes in on Twitter on a white, shining Elon Musk horse that's saying, oh, are you talking about your bestie? Look at you trying to incite hate for Whitney Wilde Rose. You could have been so amazing if you weren't such a flip-flop hashtag liar. What did Heather call you? Oh, yes, toxic. Your tantrums are so 2021. Tell your bestie hi. And she has a picture of like all of these guys in the same picture. And then she has another picture of her and that girl that she had a picture of Whitney with. And Lisa goes, I can keep them coming. And then Jen, not knowing when to quit, you know, like I'm about to be sentenced for possibly a decade, but let's keep acting like a wild asshole. Like Jen, literally your family who have all written letters, 30 of your family and close friends have written letters to the judge saying what an amazing lady you are. They should take your phone away on Wednesdays nights if your family really cared about you. Because then she goes, Lisa, unblock me so we can go. Because you tweeting, but having me blocked is like saying you're the richest bitch, but crowdfunding for your front row jazz tickets. And it says Lisa Barlow blocked her. Good. Lisa Barlow's a genius. How did you, like, Jen is so bad that she got me really almost, like, standing Lisa Barlow hard. Lisa immediately comes back, not even phased. I mean, this is like a professional boxer. She's like, that because, in quotation marks, will always give you away on all of your fake accounts. Ah, you're just sad because not only were all of your bags fake, but your business were too. 
I am front row, dash, 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 or sorry, period, 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 ellipses, to all of your lies. Woo, I'm front row to all of your lies. By the way, I would love to buy some StubHub tickets to <laughs> Jen Shaw's lies. And she goes, what's next? A mama joke? Go get your fake La Boutons little parting gift. And she has uh, one of the Shaw Beauty products. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Lisa Barlow is winning this. Like, not even, it's not even, but, but but it makes me sad. Doesn't it make you sad? Like, dude, this girl really is going to be put away for a long time. And it sucks. Like, it's really sad. Like, her family seems nice. Her boys seem nice. She seems like a gigantic asshole. It, it, listen, I'm so tired. I have, I talked to the Bravo docket today, which I believe you're going to hear. Uh, very soon. And we had a great conversation. And it's just like, I really, I find it hard that part of her, you know, her lawyers put uh, the sentencing, you know, they typed up their little sentencing report, which read like some of it, like just really good fiction. And, you know, they did the Jekyll and Hyde defense, where, you know, Jen was a upstanding citizen, great mother and wife. But when she went to New York and met seedy people, she was Jen Shaw, the avenging angel. You know, like she got mixed with the wrong crowd. And it's just, it's like bothers me because in that sentencing uh, report, they say that Jen Shaw plays a character on TV, that these reality shows aren't real. They're scripted and she's playing a part. And I'm like, cool. Also, not loving that we're, you know, not loving that we're revealing how the sausage is made. And I think, you know, this should be prevented in any kind of like, it just hurts the business. Because in reality, a lot of this is real. But some of it is state, not staged, but some of it like entrances and exits. You know, you can tell you can feel we're sophisticated audiences, you can tell when we're being lied to. But it's frustrating because then you see her act out on Twitter and you're like, girl, you ain't filming for Bravo now. You're just acting like an asshole because you're an asshole. And I don't even think that it's like, it feels like it's not like if you were scared, if you were truly scared, you would stop. I think Jen has a real problem. And I think she's acted like this way since day one. And it's weird. None of this has slowed her down still the same bully. And the sad thing is, is that she was good in the beginning. Like you really, you know, like she was a wordsmith, but you know, Lisa Barlow has been spending some time in the gym. She, she's been building her muscles up. You know what I'm saying? She's getting strong with those comebacks. Like pretty soon Jen is going to look like an idiot 98% of the time. And I just find that sad that you're going to spend your last two weeks before sentencing fighting on Twitter. And at the same time, listen, the January 6th stuff, you're going to be sentenced on January 6th. And by the way, just like January 6th, I feel like Jen Shaw would rather destroy all of us than actually face what she did. But I assume at this point, most housewives are Republican. You know, like I assume, don't you, don't you guys it's like, I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not watching for their political stances. Like, I hope, you know, people are look at life the way I do, but listen, this is, I'm not, 
I'm not under any false auspices, you know? So I wanted to mention that too. We'll get further into that next week. I'll scream and yell, but I wanted to bring up Jax. I wanted to bring up <laughs> Jen Shaw and be proud of Lisa Barlow. And, and I wanted to wish you guys another happy holidays. This is our third part. Annabelle DeSisto, amazing. She's so great. Um, and I hope you've had fun with us so far. And listen, this these movie recaps... They're not Bravo, but they're pop culture, and they're really, really, they have adult themes. I know they might not be everybody's cup of tea, but those who it is their cup of tea, like it's really their cup of tea. They really love these. So I hope everybody can find the Christmas spirit through listening to us argue about Home Alone. Now, this opens up. This is four days after we did the first one, three or four days after we did the first one. And so uh, it's a you know, I'm uh, my voice is still sore from the last time I had done this with Annabelle. And we are trying to get through the script, but it is really it, it it's still it's really funny. I really, really love this. So I hope you guys do. And then we'll end the show on Friday. Um, and that'll be the last so bad it's good you ever hear in your life. No, I'm joking. Okay, here it is. Part three, Annabelle DeSisto, Home Alone. Welcome to your welcome to your seventh episode of Home Alone. We've uh, managed to get, I think, probably 20 pages into the script. It's been four days since we recorded the first one, and it just wore me out so much that we're back now to try it again. On uh, We're trying to get this out before Christmas uh, and the holidays. Happy Hanukkah to everybody out there. Wait, yeah. Christmas 2023 or Christmas 2023? Yeah, by the way, this is going to be out in 2024. We're hoping, <laughs> hoping the remake is exactly like this. Um, this is kind of like a cool time machine because when we first started, I think in the first hour, we talked about Annabelle's um, holiday parade with her horse. It's actually now past the holiday parade. <laughs> Annabelle, do you want us to tell us? Do you want to tell us how that went? Um, it, it did not go at all. I ended up not doing it. Wait, what the uh, fuck were you, I thought you were, I saw a picture with you on your horse. I thought it was a, didn't oh, you no, that, yesterday? that was, uh, yes, it was yesterday. I did not attend. Um, they did what? not pay me my full appearance fee and I'm sorry, I'm not just going to show up just uh, <laughs> for free. Wait. <laughs> Wait, you charge an appearance fee? I'm sorry. Do you think Miss Teen Clearwater, Florida, 2007, just shows up for free places. Isn't that what the OnlyFans is for? Like, what? I mean, wait, (laughs) wait, wait. wait. So there was a last minute discrepancy with the holiday pay? Yeah. And I'm just like, listen, I can't trust your Bitcoin with everything going on right now. You know, like, I just. um, Aiken, Georgia is run by Bitcoin. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's Aiken, South Carolina. Um, I mean, what? I mean, it's close right yeah it's you're like it's all the it's all the same thing yeah um no i uh no obviously i don't do an appearance fee you know how i feel about charity i'm very for it um wait so what happened yesterday uh i don't want to be that person who psychologically blames everything on their mother um but just like some some the stuff one that we established you killed in the basement on the first uh three episodes of this <laughs> Wait, oh, is she in your head again? Annabelle, you'll never succeed at the holiday show. You'll never succeed. You'll never succeed at the holiday parade in Aiken, Carolina. 
So, um, yeah, I did end up, um, smothering the corpse. And so it just took so much time (laughs) that I, no, I, um, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Nancy. This is like one of the only podcasts she'll listen to. No, I love your mom. I, that's why I'm Um, pro. uh, That's why I'm already agreeing with your mom, whatever happened yesterday. No, I, no, I love Nancy, um, deeply. Uh, no, it just, it just didn't work out like with the, the whole situation, but I did go to the, anyway, I know this is very boring. Um, I did go to the Christmas hunt though. The By Christmas the way, we're four hours into this. We're way beyond very boring. I know. Like, Ryan don't, has don't even, out, don't even Ryan worry. Has out three hours. Don't even worry. Don't, hey, no, uh, By the no way, there's going to be I, no cutting out. All no, of this I, uh, no, if you go to my Instagram, you will see that. I, I did part of the morning. I didn't do the um, parade thing. So that charity is just going to have to um, wait till next year. You know, I watched the uh, Meghan Markle documentary and you remind me a lot of her with a lot of, you know, the, your appearances and, and things like Thank that. Thank you for thinking that I could have been an actress on Suits. That <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> well, okay. So you didn't, but you did go to a holiday party though, right? Yes, I did go to a holiday party. Obviously, we absolutely killed it. I was very, very proud of Wait, did you say you killed it at a party? You just had to show up. What do you mean you killed it at a party? Yeah, I like when I showed up, like, I mean, obviously it. I dressed, I I showered. When I say killed at the party, people um, were really wishing, (laughs) like we're really dying at it. No, wait, wait, uh, I wait. No, I, I killed at the party. Is that what you said? Like, is this more of your death death wish? You, you're. Yeah, you know what? I don't know if this is going to come out before my manifesto is published on the internet. Uh, but yes, I did kill at that party. Um, no, I uh, Drago and I showed up. We had the best outfit. I'm very, very proud of myself. Um, so I know that I know that nobody cares about this, but I did post a wait, picture. You showed up with Drago at the. Are you was the was Drago invited to the party? Yeah, it was like a it was like a Christmas day. Okay, I thought it was in somebody's yeah. house, and I was like, that just seems so. No, you think that somebody's going to be insane enough to invite me to their house? No, absolutely not. <laughs> and no, it's, no, it's a public uh, gathering. <laughs> yeah, I like that it wasn't insane enough to bring Drago to a house. You're like, no, I do that. No, yeah, I think people would invite my 1900 pound horse uh, into the party before I. Oh my God, TLC! Did party. you hear that? That's the sound of your new show, my 1900 pound horse. <laughs> But um, no. <laughs> by the uh, way, by the way, I truly think Annabelle with her horse would make an amazing reality series on TLC <laughs> no, for real. Don't you think that would be amazing? And they could show like, you know, uh, uh, successful career in Los Angeles. She moves back home with her parents <laughs> over COVID, you know, and then, I was going to say, I'm like, I am, I'm so, so sorry. I'm just so distracted by your nipples, which I know that most guests say, to by you. the way, if you, if you, well, see, if you're just listening, you don't understand what she means by that. Uh, I'm completely naked. No, what I'm I'm wearing the shirt I wore at the Patreon holiday party last week. And it's a, um, I, this is the shirt that I was talking about where it was like, I was talking about on the show. I was like, damn, like, I wish this was my body so bad. Like it, it's like a, a sweater that's open and it's like some guy's ripped abs with like a holiday tie over it. And I'm like, when I look at it, I'm like, this is what I meant to look like. Like, this is awesome. Like, I wish they carried this in just different dress styles, you know, like old Navy, like an old Navy button down. Like if that was just open on the side, so you knew it was me. Like this, you can't believe because it's like a holiday sweater. But if they had this otherwise, I'd wear this in shirt. I would, I'd wear this in photos. I just, it's so, I mean, you really wish your nipples were like that aggressive in person. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. 
they're so I it's like somebody just did like the showgirl scene when he was like I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? He gave you like <laughs> that ice cube. <laughs> they're, they're cutting through. They're like 3D. They're cutting through. That's amazing. Like, That's what yeah. you want with a good nipple, I think. You want it to cut glass. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so, so, it's so bad. It's not good. By the way, if I look like this, I would never have a podcast. I would have never had a podcast. There would have been a whole different career for me somewhere. Yeah, doing fucking ice sculptures with oh, your by, dress. Oh, by the way, so dude, intense. Speaking of holidays, um, you know how I get Google alerts for my name because I like to, you know, I'm a narcissist and I like to see my name pop up places. But you know, in this last year, like this two, like a year and a half ago, I started noticing there was another Ryan Bailey on the scene, and I've talked about this. He's a gay porn star that mainly does, like, he's really known for his ass work. You know, like okay. And I, and so like he started popping up too. And I'd be like, what? And like, uh, and then like in the last six months, this guy is crushing it. Like he is like, I'll have one or two mentions in the Google alert and he'll have like 10. And it's always like, that's so not fair to people like me that have been at this longer than this dude. And this guy is like prolific. He's doing like 10 butt scenes a day from like Google alert, what it says. And I'm like, Dude, that's so fucked because if somebody looks me up, there was a Ryan Bailey, a soccer player, which was like, he was already successful. And then I think I moved up a couple slots because there was like a Ryan Bailey singer and like a, a restaurant tour. But I think I was like almost close to the soccer player. And then this gay porn star comes on the scene and he's crushing it. Like, I almost think he's the best Ryan Bailey of the bunch. And like, this, it really frustrates me though. Cause when you see the Google alert, there's this thing like, like a residual check from SAG where you're like big money, big money. And so when I open those emails up, I hope that one day it's going to be like Ryan Bailey signed to a mega podcast deal that I don't know about yet. And, <laughs> and instead it's like Ryan Bailey takes all 10 inches. Ryan Bailey <laughs> eats this, like, like, and it's like the guy is like, I'm saying he's good at what he does, obviously. So it's like, I'm not making fun of the gay porn aspect of this. I'm just making fun of like, this guy needs to slow it down because like, I feel like he's burning. People worry about me burning out. I'm worried about this guy burning out. We're getting like an anal fissure or something because it's too, it's like every day there's like 10 more pop-ups. Can you imagine? I think probably the biggest thing that like hurts his ass is that when he gets Google alerts, it comes up as you. And well, I wonder if he's ever been like, congratulated like, for the podcast. The I, I worked so like, hard been. and I'm compared to this guy who taped up his penis unsuccessfully. This, Are you is, kidding? <laughs> this is the best mistaken identity. And didn't even get possible. paid for it. Are you serious? Like he's probably, he's probably should I, so upset. Well, I talk, should I have the gay porn star Ryan Bailey on? To congrat, congrat talk about him. an appearance fee you think you can yeah, yeah. Should I, should I, I mean like would that i mean like would anybody be interested i mean is that too far is that too but i mean i want to know what other because sometimes it's good you to mean see you're what, like do you think it's too far do you think i mean it's it might be too personal for him you know how like Julia the only Flores reason i bring this woman, she's like i don't kiss on the mouth it's too personal you think somebody the only reason i bring this up is home alone too there's a very similar plot line to what i'm saying about a gay porn star on google alert so was he not true. That's not true. Oh, you I was going to say, I'm like, I'm like, now I'm interested in, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I, I feel like, like we're warm. At first you had my attention and now you have my interest. <laughs> you guys, I'm so sorry. I feel like we're warming up and you guys have already warmed up because you've heard the first three hours of this. So you're like, 
<laughs> oh, good. They took a whole nother break from the movie again. That's amazing. We're doing, oh, wow. it's like, a, it's like the, I guess, YouTube version and podcast version of like fucking your hero, one of my nemeses. Oh, Gerard Depardieu and. No, you know, I'm a fan of oh, anyone. that's my father, the hero. Pees, who pees on an airplane. Didn't Jay Fulton, didn't he, Charbie? Didn't Wait, he, what's like, your hero? No, my nemeses, your hero, fucking James Cameron, where you have to have like, back in the day, you had to have like three sets of his movies. Yeah, Titanic, yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Did you just run out and see his latest fucking? Oh, no, no, I I don't have, I mean, like, listen, I would see it, but I don't have, I don't have like three and a half hours to devote to going to the theater. But I do, I I said to Meditza the other day, I said, I want to see all three and a half hours to me. By the way, by the way, after we recorded our first part, I said, well, I guess I'm shot for the week. Like, I was like, I can't go out and do anything else now. Um, It uh, takes the other Ryan Bailey. He has a much quicker yeah. like rebound time with one of his co-stars than you do. The thing with Ryan Bailey, the thing with gay Ryan Bailey, the porn star, is that his ass can like continually take a pounding and my voice will get shot. <laughs> so like after we did it the other day, I was like, I gotta stop. My voice is like shot and um it's never fully recovered since Wednesday. Um it's just it gets sore, like and like well, Ryan Bailey, like Ryan to, Bailey, the gay porn star. It's your choice to scream into a pillow after. I'm not making you do that. That is a personal choice of yours. Um, anywho, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll get to see the nipples. I am trying to eke into the other Ryan Bailey's territory, just a just a tad. Did you yeah, know? And Annabelle's in a full okay. by the Annabelle's full makeup, full hair, and she's in a. Uh, what looks like a Christmas jumper. When I or... say, yeah, when he says full hair, I'm wearing a banana clip from, who am I wearing? I'm wearing uh, Walgreens on my head and I'm wearing a uh, sock oh, I... monkey onesie from Kmart, may it RIP. That looks like, though, but you look all done up and stuff. Are you, are you got big plans tonight? Um, I do have, I mean, I do have plans, basically any plans I do are big. Yeah. Um, yes, I am going to my friend's birthday party after. Wow. <laughs> but, um, I friend. I just I thought I would dress it up for you, um, and wear something that was actually dry. Since last week, I wore. Oh yeah, remember she was in moist clothing. For, like she was wearing. Um, and it's good enough, you know. It's fine when it's you know the girl from Flashdance wearing a wet sweatshirt. But God forbid I wear one. At no and point did we pour an ice bucket over Ryan you. Bailey. Um, so yeah, th- am I wearing something that's clean? Am I wearing something that's holiday related? Am you I? Know, wearing- I think it's okay that these are so crazy as they and so not on focus because I think as you get closer to the holidays, that's what the holidays are like with your family is that it's really crazy and unfocused. So I think you can escape to this and really just kind of relax and say, these people are obviously losing their minds. Well, you listen to other movie podcasts, Annabelle, do they stay on topic or do they go wild tangents? You're, you're obsessed with that one movie podcast. What I am. I am obsessed with, what are they? they, 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 Uh, no, they stay pretty on. Um, I mean, I, am. Oh, and you're a fan of theirs and they stay on point. Uh, yeah, they stay on point, and I'm also subscribed to the highest level of their Patreon of uh, We Ate Movies. I'm obsessed with them. Um, they are my she favorite. really is obsessed with them. Ryan, when I visited him, he, he I was like, What? 
And he's after it to me. He goes, stop it. I cannot hear you talk about them anymore. I don't care. And God, like, I was like, these must be four really cool dudes. And they they probably are in terms of how they talk. But they then hilarious. He, but then she showed oh, me all no. their pictures and all that. Oh, oh no. Got a rogue curl. Oh, everyone will understand. Oh God. No, now it looks like a side mold. No. Um, no, people will understand, you know, when you have like a messy bun and you're like, okay, this messy bun looks okay, but I can like make it better. And then the, like, then the new messy bun looks worse than the original. And you wish you could just go back to the other. See, it's my fault for showing off my banana clip. Like, okay. you know, like I'm now, now that that's like over, I am Megan Markle. We're going to jump back to the movie. Now where we left off you guys, this horrible mom and dad just realized they left their son back in Chicago. And there is two burglars, Marv and Harry, uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, that are after this little, uh, th this row of houses. But little Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister, is at the home alone. And he he is so dumb that he thinks he wished his parents away. So he thinks it's his fault. So like he, I mean, years of therapy will happen after this. But where we leave off is the they're on the plane. They're going to have to land and France originally, and then Catherine Harris is going to try to get back to get to her son that she totally abused already. And so now we pick back up where we're back on the street with the house and Harry and Marv are out there in the van. And he's like, five families gone on one block alone. They all told me from their own mouths. And Marv's like, it's too easy, Harry. He goes, check it out. All the houses with nobody home have automatic timers on their lights. But I got it all figured out. Watch this. Number 664. Boom. And we see the lights go on for every number of, I mean, it's real. And then he goes, and that's the one, Marvin. That's the silver tuna. And Marv goes, it's very G. And he goes, very G, huh? It's loaded. It's got lots of top flight goods, stereos, VCRs, probably looking at some very fine jewelry, possibly cash hoard, odd marketable securities. Who knows? It's a gym. Grab your crowbar. And then they dink crowbars like it's champagne glasses. Also, I odd market securities is such a great line. Odd marketable securities. I Oh, is that like... Isn't that like like stocks and bonds securities? Odd marketable securities? I don't know, but if it was like stocks, how would it be there to steal? I don't know. That's why I think it's such an interesting line. It's like, it's just, it goes kind of funny of like TVs, VCRs, goods and sundries, you know, like it's all of a sudden just like raisins. You know, <laughs> like, like fresh market? Like it's, well, it's all of a sudden just like something I think a little, maybe I'm not understanding. I just thought it was like a funny little throw in there of like two idiots, you know? <laughs> And I mean, I would be the things I would be excited about to steal would probably be, you know, not like the biggest uh, priorities for like other people. My um, my buddy Andrew used to keep like he got went through like a gold phase where he would get like buy gold and then he would hide it under his bed. Yeah. Oh, like, what? oh, like a cash for gold situation? Not a cash for gold. This is before cash for gold was even a thing. This is like 15 years ago. He was just like you know, put all your money in gold kind of a thing, you know, like that will never devalue. Well, I mean, he was very, very this smart. Was pre this was pre-QAnon and all that stuff. This is pre, you know, <laughs> the world going completely more batshit. I mean, him and Mr. T were right on, uh, right on track. Gold is where to put I your I bet money. you, I bet you've met Mr. T. You seem like the kind God, of person I that met Mr. T. That, I mean, that is still on the vision board. Every year. No, I no, for, 
no joke. I am. I would love to meet Mr. T. Like I have a, well, in fact, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> we go off again. If Joe Pesci came into my, broke into my storage unit, I have. Oh, so God, many, I, I cannot I, I have, imagine. You guys, I have Mr. T's album, the Mr. T commandments framed. And I also have a, <laughs> Mr., I have a Mr. T toy head, which now that I think about is kind of potentially racist. Like it was like, I was, I got it in Chicago. Well, were you wearing the head? Did you wear it? No, as a I got it in Chicago, oh, okay. like a thrift store, like 15 years ago. And it was like a thrift store. Fine. It was like a toy for Mr. T's cartoon. And it was like a toy Mr. T head. And then it was, just, I just realized it was me and my buddy Dusty walking down the street and I'm carrying Mr. T's head. It wasn't bagged <laughs> up or anything like that. I was like, why did I get a bag? Like it was so, I'm just like this portly dude just walking down the street with a Mr. T head. You I know? mean, you don't want to hide that in the bag. You don't want to hide that no. in the box. Like you, you got to understand. Like shit you, like you that makes that. me so happy. No, it's like awesome. if I had the Lionel Richie head, I have always talked about it in that video, Hello, where he, the girl where falls he's in love. blind with, and the girl's No, the girl's blind. The, oh, no, the girl's feels, blind and she's doing a self She's an shirt. artist and she feels his face and she makes a clay bust of Lionel Richie's face with like the mustache. And it is something that like, if this is why I should never have money. Because if I had money, I know it's, I don't think it's actually out there anymore. I think they destroyed it. But I would hire an artist to remake it. Like I would hire... Like I want it like specifically made exactly like in the music video. And then I would display it as my big Lionel Richie head. I guarantee you can find it on Etsy. I guarantee you. I like that you're acting like there's no way I'd be able to afford it. Like it's fucking like the Tyrannosaurus Rex head that's in Leonardo DiCaprio's house. Like it's full, like the full Dinosaurs I bet I bet Leo DiCaprio. I bet Drake has a big old Lionel Richie head at his place. I bet he. I'd honestly like, be more impressed if I got to see a T Rex head than his necklace of of would be engaged. Dude, is forty two. I told you guys about this on the show this week. This forty two diamond ring and like he uh, for four, one diamond for each time he was going to propose or wanted to propose. And I was like, dude, now you're like getting corny. It's like it's starting to get Bethany Frankel a little bit with Drake for me, where it's like, why? why I, this much like why this much man i would love it if you got a pandora bracelet and got a charm for each girl that's <laughs> what i said, I said i'm gonna do this with i'm gonna do this with puka shells you know? <laughs> <laughs> one puka shell for each girl that i that i didn't do anything with yeah um uh so the ocean is just <laughs> empty there's no hermit. Eat your heart out, other movie crabs podcast. are forever homeless. You've taken every fucking shell. <laughs> oh goodness. Anyways, these uh these you criminals. You seem like a hermit crab owner. Did you ever own a hermit no, crab? No, no. I don't think I could have taken care of that. That's I can barely shower most days. It's, it's <laughs> like a hermit crab is too much responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know who could is that gay porn star Ryan Bailey. That guy probably has hermit crab. I bet all he over. kept his tamagotchis. A lot for months. Um, Okay, so Marv and Harry go up to Kevin's house and they see a light on in the basement. And they're like, hey, Harry, I thought you said they were gone. He's like, they were supposed to leave this morning. And Marv's like, let's get out of here. And we cut to Kevin under the bed. And, you know, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, he's doing Liam Neeson's daughter in Paris. (laughs) All this uh, from, oh, good taken callback. Wow. It's one of the few movies I've seen and one of the, that's the biggest horror movie I've seen. I will never figure out what you see and what you don't. And by the way, what did you fucking post on Facebook the other day that you were like, oh, this Beauty and the Beast remake is trash. And I'm oh, like, that oh, Beauty I'm like you rushed remake. out to see the Beauty and the Beast remake? Uh, no, it was live on ABC. 
it it should have been like a sci-fi like it that was it, sharknado looks like jaws compared to what this it was an abomination of god like it was disgusting like what they everybody knows how i feel about disney live remakes i i just I, think they're wrong. i don't think everybody they're knows unnatural anybody. i think they're listen i think everybody knows everybody reads my weekly blog <laughs> Wait, do you have a blog? Do you have a Substack? No, um, no. I, uh, thank you for thinking I could keep up with anything weekly. Um, can't even keep up with weekly laundry, hence the uh, Kmart monkey suit. Um, but I hate—I absolutely hate Disney live remakes. Um, I think. Why they're do you watch them? Why do you watch them? I, I, morbid curiosity. It's like how why people like why you look at you know, like car wrecks. Like you don't, you that's, don't really look at that's people, specific to white people? That's, that's, with, that's specific to white people. Only white people do that. When did I say only white people do that? I thought you said oh, it's like white people watching car wrecks. No, like, I said, no. Yeah. That's a strictly Caucasian thing. That's what, no, what did you say? No, I said, that's why. Oh, people. that's white. I thought you said that's white. I was like, what is that? Because do? That's all you want to hear, Ryan. You just want to hear about white people. Hey, hey, oh my and God. his nipples get harder. Oh my God. Oh, are you writing? By the way, if you're, if you're on YouTube you're right gonna now, edit you're going to edit out the truth. things shoot up. Yeah. Um, no, uh, that's because it, it's out of morbid curiosity. I've seen clips. I did watch the live remake of like the Emma, the Emma Watson one, the beauty and the beast where it had fucking a time. Anyway, it had a time machine. I was like, how disgusting. But anyway, this had Josh Groban, who I adore. It had her playing Belle. And I felt like very out of touch that I did not know who she was, but it was like half, oh, the musician, animation, her. I thought, okay, yeah. half animation, half, live action and it All was fun. it was when i saw the beast like and okay i saw the broadway production of beauty and the beast three times in one week it was the first broadway play i ever saw and i got addicted to it and how it was amazing and i saw like how old were you like uh this was when i was broadway bound 417 com. so like 13 oh okay that's that okay that's good that's fine you say your original okay, AOL name was Broadway. Your your original AOL name was Broadway Bound. No, my original AOL name, uh, AOL screen name was Pony Bell, four one seven at AOL.com. and then it okay. was, uh, Broadway. <laughs> what did you switch? Like, did you like eventually go like podcast bound? Like, did you keep switching job things? Um, no, because it's just like I. How do you? I mean, height of success at AOL.com was already taken. When did you realize so, you weren't Broadway bound? I, apparently right now, you tell it to me. <laughs> would you Would you give us a contemporary selection of anything that you'd like to sing right now? Do you want to do a little Be Our Guest? Be Our Guest. Be Our, is you, that our Guest. I have my Venmo open if you would like to. <laughs> I'm not going to do this for free, Ryan. Um, I wouldn't even do the charity Aiken parade. Um, no, I, the beauty and the beast, like what they did for the uh, high school musical, like literally high schools do the production of beauty and the beast. It is not that hard to do, like to get that makeup and costume ABC family, which ABC is a Disney owned product. So like, there's no excuse. The beast costume for Josh Groban is, uh, I, like I said, it's an abomination. It is 
like I it's I felt personally so, is this so bad it's good is this hysterical no it was so bad it was terrible it was so bad I it is like a bad fever dream that but you watched the whole thing costume, that costume is See, like hate watching epidemic. we have a hate watching epidemic in this country that we watch things that we hate including myself and like if we really I, I watched the Sherry Papini story last night and I love I don't even it. know who she is. Who is she, that? She was a girl that kind of did the gone girl. She was married with two kids and all of a sudden she was like, she disappeared. And then she turned up 29 days later and said two Hispanic ladies had kidnapped her for human trafficking and she was branded and all of this stuff. And it turns out she was just at an ex-boyfriend's house for three and a half weeks and she oh that when you said she was branded i was like oh my god was she playing volleyball with that like yeah no but it's no like keith rear and nixium but like then she was all into like murder stuff and she had read the elizabeth smart book who was another girl that was kidnapped and it was very gone girl and then eventually just this past year they finally sentenced her to prison because this went like i mean people were like they spent money on the search all this stuff and she was just at her ex-boyfriend's house like eight hours away he had come and got her and it wasn't even a sexual relationship the guy was kind of like oh i've always wanted to help her out and you know she said she was scared of her husband and then the husband was like a good guy and she was like texting with a bunch of other dudes behind his back and like this was like a very like blonde pretty it, it was it was really truly fascinating i forgot all about the story i've never heard of this person yeah, no, she wasn't on the Beauty and the Beast thing, so you wouldn't have. Like you, uh, yeah, she, I have no. Honestly, this, this would have been on the news. He sounds anyway. like a better, more sane individual than the costume <laughs> designer. Of okay, guys, please just go Google. Please Google the Beast costume of Josh Groban, and you will see it is a mix between a fucking. It's like the costume designers like had never heard of like the like had never seen the original movie before. And they were like, hey, just so you know, a big part of the movie, like the big finale, it's like there's like a beast transformation. And he just said, okay, a beast transformer. Got it. And made it. It is a it's like Michael Bay, like beast mixed with if anybody saw. So you're telling me you never getting back to the movie. Because I am so passionate against like I would be one of the people protesting outside of the studio like I this it was disgusting so so go google that do not google Ryan Bailey anal uh but google um, uh what she had just said about the beast transformation uh <laughs> you're like I don't want to give him any extra hits yeah uh, yeah he's already getting hit enough all in that patootie is <laughs> No, I am proud. No, I am proud of Brian Bailey. The other Ryan, I am proud of him. Like, I'm glad he's making a go of it. Like he's successful. He's like, you know, any press is good press, you know? Yeah. And, and like, it's a win for like Ryan Bailey's anywhere. That's Just what I'm saying. That's, Ryan Bailey's can be anything. Like we can be soccer players, podcasters, you know, top anal giver. Successful or, people. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah, you guys could be anything. Uh, oh, and then when you not, lose, wait, when you lose a Ryan Bailey, there's been a couple of obituaries where you'll lose one and you'll be like, ah, oh, we just took a hit today. You know, like, because I feel like you're just like, ha, huh, was successful. One more crossed out. I just yeah. imagine you have one of those fucking boards, yeah. like a, a bunch of a bunch of pictures of different Ryan Baileys. And then you have a giant Sharpie that you X out their faces. Yeah, there was a couple one young Ryan one. Bailey's over the years that found me on Facebook and were like, hey, that's the same name. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I mean, okay. And then you slit their throat with your pointy nipples and then you get away in the darkness of night 
No, you're telling me you never saw. This is actually a very good movie. So, oh, really? Like Home Alone, the movie we're recapping today? Listen, you chose to spend an hour on your tape penis. So I'm going to spend an hour. Also, oh, I forgot. I told that story. Wow. This, this also, you're really- reading every, it wouldn't be so, you're reading every single line. Like you're doing the read through. Well, like now I can't. Well, well, don't worry. I'm not going to do that from here on out because we won't be able to finish I mean, the movie. Like, Joe Pesci enters. Stage oh my God. Oh, the, happy new year's door. everybody. We just hit new year's Eve. Happy new. How did we get here already? This is going to be, we already hit our 2023 content load on this podcast. Like, by the way, so I don't even have to record all of 2023 now because I'll just put out five minutes of this episode for the next 365 days. We're going to be fine. We'll probably have You're just way like in parentheses, loud door, like loud door smash. Joe Pesci looks stage. You're reading every direction. So I the want movie people, that I'm talking I want, to about. I'm doing this for the blind. I'm doing this for the people that don't like, I'm jo- I'm really trying to walk. Or you're clearly doing it for the blind people who can't leave iTunes reviews because that's what you're going to fucking get. <laughs> I've already got, Hey, I've already done. Uh, yeah. Listen, you're on. I've already accepted the, the reviews. It's, it's going to be what it is. It's going to be what it is. I can't fight the direction the water is going at this point. Um, <laughs> You've given yourself to the riptide. I'm the movie. You've never seen the movie small soldiers. I love the fucking, I love that. Like I I've seen every like popular good movie, but you're like, you've never seen 1995 small soldiers. Okay. Movie. Oh, I'm sorry. One of the fine acts of Phil Hartman is too good. For I, I have, I have seen small soldiers or it's super soldiers. Movie. It's a very, it's a, it's a funny movie. I guarantee a lot of baddies have seen it and you are very prejudiced about good movies. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Like it's, it's like, I, listen, there is a little bit of an age difference too. And a taste difference as well. Like I, I there's between me and you, there's like a little, there's a difference there. And I think that's, but I, I, I thought home alone would have been good middle ground because you love watching kids. Oh, I thought you were going to say, because you're the same age as Joe Pesci. And I'm like, maybe, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you have, cause you, cause you have said, similar hair I as Daniel no Stern. To Ryan's favorite Christmas movie. It's a wonderful life. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, Ryan. I didn't grow up in that time. I, I do don't like, wait, wait, I, I, get that's, I get that's an age joke, but I do like that movie. And no, I was not alive when it came out. So I do not understand how that is a Christmas classic. Because it makes you appreciate life. And that's what Christmas is about. Family and friends and looking back on your life and looking like what a wonderful life it is, even with all the pain. I do not feel like that's what Christmas is about. Well, I, it's really dependent on how you look at it. You know, um, you know, you also. <laughs> I just, I do not feel like. Christmas. Well, I mean, if you do it right, that's what it's supposed to be about. It's I, think about- you're so, I think you're so obsessed with getting the gifts. You're just loving. You just want to get the gifts and it's very, it's very bratty. It's very, and you're not accepting the true meaning of Christmas in your heart. And you're, um, it's like, you're you, a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You are completely wrong. Now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsors. And we have two amazing ones today. Uh, so Bad It's Good this week is sponsored by Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money is actually a product that I use, and it is really cool. They've been with us once before. And, okay, so they used to be called uh, a company called Truebill. 
uh, and now they are known as Rocket Money. And this is great. So are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. I've been trying to clear up space on my phone because I've been telling you I'm out of space. And I've been deleting all of these apps, and I didn't realize how many subscriptions I have to things that I had completely forgotten about. And that's where Rocket Money comes into play. So maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. So there's this great app that I'm using now that helps me track all of my expenses. And because of it, I'm going to no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. And that's what I was just talking about. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill. Do you know how much money your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around uh, 80 bucks a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus dollars. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. So there's, there's this app that I'm using once again called Rocket Money and it solves all of these problems for you. This app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. They do this, folks. They truly do double charge you sometimes. So to cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press, and I know this is going to sound hard for you guys, you just have to press cancel on the Rocket Money app. It takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. Uh, that's rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now. One more time. Say it with me, rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Go check this out. I really do think it's an amazing product and it does help the show when you go check these things out. Go try it. Why not? Like it really does. It actually does work. So I, I am a total believer in this, in this product. Also, as well as my next product, you guys know how much I geek out about this company. I have talked about this company on the show now a couple times, and it bought, like I'm so excited that they're a sponsor, uh, Masterclass. Masterclass is with us once again, and Masterclass is truly, I think, one of the best gifts you could give somebody, but also one of the best last-minute gifts you could give somebody. I'm actually getting this. I cannot stress what a special product Masterclass is. These are classes taught by world-renowned people in their field. You can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. So you can learn from Chris Jenner. Yeah, the one and only Chris Jenner, who I talk about all the time. Chris Jenner teaches a class called On the Power of Personal Branding. And it is truly incredible, folks. I was talking about this when they showed it on the Kardashians this season. Um, but it is really, I'm going to get into it in a second, all the different classes she has within her uh, her masterclass. It is just truly awesome. But they also have over 180 classes from a range, uh, from a range of world-class instructors. You know, that thing you've always wanted to do, it's closer than you think. 
And Masterclass is truly here to help. My Masterclass experience, now I have about 10 classes in my queue right now. Uh, everyone from Steve Martin to Judd Apatow to Werner Herzog to Bob Iger, the head of Disney. I mean, you really have a front row seat. To the, I mean, the Duffer brothers who did Stranger Things. You have so many amazing people. You have Doris Kearns Goodwin, who is one of my favorite, favorite uh political historian writers out there, she does a class on Masterclass. And it's, uh, so Chris Jenner, let me tell you, I'm taking that one right now. And within her lesson, within her class, there are 12 classes within that Masterclass. And there are titles like um, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, How It Started, Consider Your Target Audience, Social Media, Owning It, Come on, Lisa Reno, we love it. Uh, there's a class visual storytelling that Chris teaches. Uh, monetize your brand. I mean, listen, this hits me in the pop culture feels completely, but also this is somebody that really does know their stuff. I would give anything to learn from Chris Jenner, and I actually have a front row seat to do it through Masterclass. Um, so I'm going to actually probably be doing a Patreon on Masterclass because I think the Chris Jenner one especially is so cool to talk about because there's so many little nuggets within. And remember, Chloe even shows up and she gets interviewed at the end on a huge 45-minute interview at the very end of this Masterclass as well. Um, and you can stop and start at any time. Remember that. You don't have to do this all at once. You can stop and start. Like I said, there's so many lessons. And this thing, it's like... You're just given all of this knowledge and the freedom to poke around and learn from the greats. I mean, that really is one of the coolest gifts you could give someone. I really think this is the best gift. And like I said, last minute gift too, that you can sign up your friend, your family member, even yourself at a moment's notice. And you can start learning that day. Chris Jenner for me was a perfect place to start because it kind of focused on a lot of the things that I'm trying to do. It's like she teaches about finding and defining your personal brand, uh, like identify, target, and connect with your audience, which I'm trying to do on a daily basis, monetizing your brand through social media, which I try to do with the Instagram, uh, create a brand that's honest and successful, um, getting ahead with social media hacks, uh, delivering consistent content that viewers will love, um, and how to generate maximum likes, comments, and engagement. These are things that Kris Jenner thinks about. And you're, of course, obviously, right? They're the Kardashians. Um, and I think it's awesome because you're learning from someone that is a proven successful entrepreneur. Um, a lot of these things are antidotal. She's telling stories about her career. And i that's the thing that, like, as a pop culture historian, I love to hear that. I love to hear personal stories. Uh, this is the one I started with, and I think it's a perfect one. But like I said, I'm going next to Steve Martin's. And I'm so, you know, I'm a Steve Martin just geek. And let me just take you to his. This is how quick you can get to theirs. Um, you just go to your library. I have it in here. You type in the old uh, Steve Martin, and it pops right up. Steve Martin, of course, teaches comedy. And you, there's even a class guide you uh, you open up with supplemental materials for Steve Martin's comedy course. And there is 25 classes within his master class. I am geeking out just looking at all of these. He teaches story techniques, screenwriting case study, Roxanne. He uses the movie Roxanne, editing, uh, writing case study, meteor shower, which I don't even know what that means, but it sounds exciting. Steve's comedic inspirations. Listen, this is just... 
I mean, this is, I was so excited when I got them as a sponsor because I just wanted to do all of these classes. So it was like my dream. So I'm hoping some of you guys feel the same way because you really, really should. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give the perfect gift of an annual Masterclass membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash so bad today. That's masterclass.com slash so bad terms apply. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I, Who would be your ghost uh, of very, Christmas past? Very, would it be like Christmas Carol? Would it be, would it be Jamie Kennedy? Bratty? Would it be Jamie it's, Kennedy of like, ah, oh, I tap on this door. And pr- pronounce brats with a Z? Because that's what I <laughs> Um. Okay, so you guys, this movie, um, Kevin, okay, so these burglars run away. Kevin no, is now hot. Start the, no, please start the stage direction. What, what page of the script? Cut to McAllister House. Kevin's like, this is- You're like, crazy. exterior. Jesus Kevin God. McAllister you, I swear to God. Uh, uh audio cue annabelle is quiet kevin says under the bed this is ridiculous only a wimp would be hiding under a bed and i can't be a wimp i'm the man of the house and we cut to outside he goes hey man at the house oh my god hey i'm not afraid anymore i said i said i'm not afraid anymore because this is an important line do you hear me i'm not afraid anymore and then old man marley comes and kevin's standing right in front of him all of a sudden and he has a shovel and his can of salt and kevin goes ah and screams and runs back and throws himself on the bed. It's a hysterical moment. It's historical too. You can say something. Okay, thank you. Okay, I was. Oh I did. I can guarantee it. We will not be talking after this for a long time <laughs> until next Monday, at least. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Man of the House? That's what I was asking. I'm gonna fucking wait. Yes, yeah, so that's another Phil Hartman movie, isn't it? Is that no. with Sin? Is that with Sinbad? No, I'm pretty sure he's not in. No, Man of the House is 
No. Oh, I was going to say with Tim Allen. No, Tim Allen is jungle to jungle. No, man of the house is with Chevy Chase. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure because then they have the everybody dance now sequence, which I remember. Man um, of the house movie. No, and oh, no, this does tie in, Ryan. Oh, you're right, Chevy Chase. Because the reason that Christopher Columbus, not the good Christopher Columbus, not the one who did a genocide. The director, Christopher, yeah. Americans, um, the Christopher Columbus director directed this movie only because he was set to direct, I'm pretty sure Christmas Vacation or some, it was. He was set to direct some movie with um, Chevy Chase, and they were like they were a few weeks into production. And because Chevy Chase is such like a notorious monster fucking asshole, yeah. he was quitting the movie. And John Hughes called him. And he was like, "I have to get off of this movie. Sure, I'll direct this." And he switched. <laughs> I swear that's uh, it's no. I totally believe you. No, that is very that is very well known that Chevy Chase is a notorious asshole. And it's so sad because I grew up like with Vacation and Caddyshack and like those were like huge movies. Like Christmas Vacation is my favorite holiday film. And like it sucks to know that that guy's a jerk, you know? It's just I just feel if you're like a tall guy and you're funny, like it's just like what do you have to be upset about? Like what do you be like mad about? I agree with that. Like if I was six, four, that's like like having the ripped abs. You're like, oh, well, I'm six, four. No matter what, I'm good, you know? Like God has already, but like God has already blessed. Like, what are you that upset about? Nothing. There's nothing you can be upset. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we go back to the movie. Kate is calling the police department, and she's like, I- "I'm all of a sudden. I care about my son. All of a sudden, uh, I'm calling from Paris, and our phones are out of order. And like, you know. And then, anyways, it's this cute little scene between Rose and this other guy of like, it sounds like you need family crisis intervention. And then we cut over to Larry. He's like, family crisis intervention, Sergeant Balzac. Ah, Balzac. Do you get it? <laughs> that sounds like something you would write for, like, if you were signing in for a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's absolutely what you wouldn't write. If you wouldn't be allowed around the kids, if you said Sergeant Balzac. No, if you were signing in, like, when you had a, like, like substitute teacher in class. and like, oh, you when you were signing class- in, I thought you meant when the substitute teacher signed in. I was like, that's not a good way to get asked back. No, are you kidding? I, that's a great way to be asked back. Like you'd be the student's like favorite person. Are you kidding? Cool teacher Annabelle's here again. <laughs> hey kids, you guys want me to buy you any white claws? Oh, how I did my, be, how I did my boob? Cool oh, I guess one of my boobs just popped out. Somebody's looking at you. Say hello to Miss Nipple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, this guy plays Larry. He's a famous character actor. He played, you guys remember that season of Seinfeld where they, Jerry and George did a pilot called Seinfeld or called Jerry. And he played Kramer, the guy that plays Larry in this. He played the character Kramer in the sitcom. He's a great character actor. No, I'm not joking. And George is like, why did you take the box of raisins? He's like, get out of my face, you little fat man. <laughs> no, I'm telling it's a great, it's a hysterical Seinfeld episode. Um, anyways, he's like, has the child been involved in a violent altercation with a drunk, injured or mentally ill member of his immediate family? No. Has he been involved in a household accident? I don't know. I hope not. And then they keep passing the phone back and forth. So it's just corporate bureaucracy at its best. The cops won't go check on this kid. That's what they're basically saying, right? I would just be like, hey, 
I'm I'm a rich I'm a rich white family in Chicago, and they're like, we're yes. on our way. We've yeah. come <laughs> we've come five squad cars. So, but then like the the cop goes to visit the house, and he knocks on the door because like Kevin's still pulling a take, and he's under the bed, and like the cop doesn't announce like he knocks on the door, but he doesn't announce like I'm a police officer. Yeah, like, I feel like this knocks on the door, and he's like, "There's no answer. He's fine." Which I'm like, wouldn't you be like more concerned if there was no answer? Like, yeah, this shows the- you a lot of the problems that Chicago's going through. I think it started right during Home Alone. Was that this is like the kind of police I think force. It, I think that did set off the. Uh- <laughs> this was I because the cop could have tried to like cop goes, "Oh shit! All the lights are on. There's like some weird like vibe here." I mean, cops feel vibes like, um, and I think he should have announced himself and potentially went in. I think if I was the mom, I would have been like, "Go in. There's a key under the mat in the back. Go in." It's it's not a great look for the police department, which they've never had. They've never messed up before. So I'm this just is, like, yeah, this is unfair representation blemish. in this movie of the police force. I feel because uh, you know cops would have done the extra. They they would have gone the extra mile here, and they just didn't. And it's sad that and lucky that the kid doesn't spoiler alert doesn't die in this movie because he came close many times. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't know. He doesn't come close to dying at all. He comes to close to killing others. Maniac. That's what I'm saying. This has got to like fill this kid's ego with so much shit that, you know, he only, like I said in the earlier four, 14 episodes that we've released, this kid's got such an ego on him. The only way he can get off is now probably by making criminals pay. And like, this is how, like, this is like a different form of Batman that's being created here. No, you know? like I said, no, like I said, so like I said. Ago, he is, a he is fucking a little baby jigsaw mix richie rich with fucking jigsaw this is what this kid is he's doing elaborate very elaborate setups to to kill non-violent criminals like non-violent criminals like they're not hurting him. they're not doing home invasions well let's wait, let's, let's listen he could have called the cops at any moment, the phones worked. He could have called the cops at any moment. He's like, no, instead, I'm going to torture Wait. these. Men. Oh, here's a question I have. We haven't gotten to this scene yet because we're slow, uh, very slow. Uh, the old man Marley, when they do become friends later in the movie, spoiler alert, why wouldn't he go, yo, can I use your phone? Because he's fucking crazy. I just thought of, why did I just think of that? Like, yo, like, hey, do you have a working phone? Or like, when or he you, ordered you- the pizza, like, hey, can I have a cheese pizza? Also, these two men are looking at me. Oh my God. You wait, wait a sec. How did he order the pizza if the phone lines are down? Because the phone lines were working by then. Wait, then why didn't the mom call the house? Because I guess because they were calling their friends. Because she thinks the house. She thinks the phone lines are down, so she didn't even try. And by the way, why was she calling the neighbors? And Peter, the husband, later checks in with the neighbors. Why isn't he calling the house if he's calling the neighbors. They they're on the same phone. Because he's system. doing the same thing of when you pretend like when somebody's coming at the elevator and you're like, I'm pressing the button. Oh stop! Oh stop! Oh no, it doesn't work. He's like, Oh no, there's nobody at the house, babe. Let's just go back to like our fucking like our fucking Paris like fuck fest and like go. And I'm like, listen, I figure it's like we have what twelve children. We've duggered it. I haven't wrapped it up at all. Like we're already across the country. He'll he's be he'll be fine for seventy two hours. And you know what? If he's not. You know, you think Nick Cannon watches this movie and he's like, I've got lots of crazy madcap adventures ahead of me. (laughs) I, you know, all you kids come here, come gather around your dad, all from different mothers. I want you to watch Home Alone with me. Nick Cannon would be 
uh, a great this dad in a home. More like movie. I'm sure, like old man Marley, where he was like, I don't have a relationship with my son at all. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cannon plays old man Marley in the reboot of this. He's just dragging a tin can up the street. Like truly, Kevin is the villain of this movie. He tortures, he tortures people elaborately. He loves to scare people. He's a terrible fucking tipper. Like he is. It would be cool though. Like I like that jigsaw idea if they updated it where it was like it was more realistic and gritty and scary, where he was like. You, and he uses a voice box changer and he's like, you have five minutes to solve this pro- puzzle or your hand gets chopped off. And like, like it's like what he does. I mean, it's like it'd be fine if like, all right, I'm going to put some Legos under the window because everyone knows how much like if they step on that, that will hurt. and will give me enough time to like, even though I could have used the phone anytime I, I'll like have time to run out. But no, he's like, I'm going to have him step on a fucking rusty nail. So if the tetanus doesn't get him the fucking blunt brain damage, like. <laughs> He is so fucking like a little psychopath. And it's just like it's the fact that then it's like he runs into like a, when he's well, like, you know, it'd be great. You know, it'd be great is if what he should do then, too, is also at the end, tell the cops of like they touched my privates to make them register on the sex. Right. Like, <laughs> be like really try to ruin their lives even more like forever. He's like, this one touched me. <laughs> All the times, listen, I'm a little, I'm a young kid. I look like Macaulay Culkin or anyone at any time. He's like, I'm in danger. You know where I'm going to go late at night? The church, this place is open. And he's like, I'm going to go here for safety. And then this old guy comes out, fucking old man Marley comes back and he's like, he sits in a pew. They're watching this choir, by the way. And he's like, he's like, I come here because, well, first he goes, there's a lot of things being said about me that aren't true. And I'm like, listen, if an old man comes over and he's like, the things that are being said, they're not true at all. And then like, okay, dude, there's rumors going around. Back. He's like, and then old man is like, the reason I come here, it's the only place I can watch my granddaughter because I'm not allowed to see her. And then he goes, he goes, he goes, she's very pretty. Look how pretty she is. Very pretty. Very like pretty. he's like, I'm in this pew because legally it's 150 feet away and they can't get old Marley out. No, no, I could really no legitimately, and this is why I think we've gone so far for women of like breaking glass ceilings. I feel like you could do this scene someday. Like you'll do this scene in real life someday to a kid. You'll be like, I, I'm having tough. I'm not talking to anybody in my life anymore. And uh I'm here at the church <laughs> to watch well, this pretty young boy up there singing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, obviously, that could never happen. When I would walk in, the church would unmaxly burst into flames. So <laughs> we could never even get that far. Yeah. The, uh, ultimate, just, the ultimate battle begins between God and Satan. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my, the only time I can see her is when I'm spying on her. My son, who won't let me near, her, near his daughter. So, anyway, let me emotional dump on this eight year old, right? At any point, you'd be like, these two old, old men are after me. He's like, so my son and I don't talk anymore. So, but, but I'm just be like, dude, By the I, way, you guys, old. I can actually see why he doesn't talk. We've to skipped like 50 pages, which is fine, actually, the way we're going. But let me just real quick in between, though, tell you that we, um, you know, they're trying to no, get home. So they're not going to go back to the actual movie. We were just no. being on what a monster this kid is. No, because we're going to get there to that scene. And I want to read the entire scene of that scene. Uh, anyways, Kevin now is grooming himself. And he's like, I took a shower, washing every part of my body with natural soap, including all my major crevices between my toes and in my belly button, which I never did before, but sort of enjoyed. I washed my hair with adult formula shampoo and used cream rinse. I can't find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. And then he puts on after shave and goes, ah! And that's the 
by the way, did you see, oh, I got to send you Maditza's image for this. It's hysterical. Oh, she's always so incredible with yeah, the images. Great, like, she's, she's, you're you're Joe Pesci head. and I'm Marv and I look like I have a rat on my head. That's all I've ever wanted to be is yeah. Joe Pesci. Um, um, anyways, I, you go back into Buzz's room and Buzz has a poster, by the way, of Ice Cube on his wall. Did you notice that? No. Of, did you have posters on your wall growing up? Oh yeah, all of um, it was all of like in sync. Like I literally had it from the top. Like there was not like one space of like white in my room. Like I had completely collaged my room. It was like fucking uh, <laughs> like laces out, Dan. But like in sync version of like a Centura when he goes to that guy's house and it's like <laughs> his room is completely dedicated <laughs> to being obsessed with Dan Marino. Like I was, <laughs> it was completely all in sync, like everywhere. And I had like my like my JC like marionette puppet, and it was full on like Stan. Like was there was there um uh, an in syncer that you wouldn't mess with where you're like I won't put him on my wall. I don't like him. Unfortunately, I had to put Justin on my wall because he was in almost every single picture because Tiger Beat and J14 were not, they could not see the true talent of that group, which was JC. Um, but I, I remember just, new kids on the block. That was more like my, it was like Danny Wood was always the one, the girls on my block didn't like, he was the bodybuilder one. You mean Beach Boys? Who no, the new kids on the block when he was like, Step by step, and then they were like, Step one, we can have lots of fun. Step two, there's so much we can do. Step three, it's just you. I need step four, and it was Danny goes, I can give you more. Step five, yeah. And it was like, But Danny's was always like, he was like a little slower, but he was like the bodybuilder one of the group, you know. I okay, wait, so it's how was how did Donnie rank? How did Jenny McCarthy? Donnie was like Donnie was the bad boy. Donnie was like me, but but with singing, like bad boy of podcasting. He was the bad boy in the group. He was the okay. one that was trying to push them to more rap roots. And he actually, I discovered Public Enemy through Donnie Wahlberg. No shit, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He he, wore, he used to wear a Public Enemy hat, and he would also wear this hat that said Hardware, and it would have like a strip of metal that said Hardware on it. And I was like. He's so cool. And like, <laughs> I was like that made because all the girls on my street in Kansas love new kids. And he kind of made it seem like, okay, well, this is kind of tough with Donnie in it. And I was like, Donnie's from the mean streets of Boston. <laughs> and he's like a tough dude and he's in it. So it must be okay to listen to. I'm a tough dude as well. So I was like, it's okay. But all the you girls run in the split, mean streets of Kansas. Yeah. All the girls split up who like Mary Mulcahy got Donnie Wahlberg. Um, Rachel Beaker had Joey McIntyre. Um, who did you have? I didn't have any. I was just the dude that hung out with them. Daniel Mark. You're Markey. like I got their manager. Mark Daniel Markey had Jordan or Jonathan. I don't. One of those. One of the the Knight brothers. And uh, but they each would have their own separate poster in their room claiming their new kit. How did they, they decide who got married? Did they play like mash? How did they decide who like fought to the death over this? How did it they was, figure it out? I don't, I think they just, it was like, that was actually one of the non-fights. Like everybody genuinely liked their person. But then I've never told this story. Actually, it was ZZ99 in Kansas, this radio station. And they did um, like a contest for two front row tickets to new kids on the block. And it was, this is when I lived in Kansas and we went to this like park or something and you had to make all these signs and we made all these signs and there's video, there's got like video and audio of me going like, I love new kids on the block. And we <laughs> won, we won or like the, the poster that won was like Danielle and Rachel, I think. But then Mary's mom, Mrs. Mokay, um, that was her official name, took us there. And she, and she was the one that kind of spearheaded this whole thing. So 
I remember like I I was ne- I knew I was never going to go because there was only two and the girls, you know, I didn't I was just there for the ride and and the good tunes. And then Mary's mom told us on the way back of like, sorry, girls, Mary's going, period. Like, even though it wasn't her sign that won. And she's like, this was our thing. We put this together. Oh. And sorry, Mary's going. And I remember going, oh, shit. And like. Like I was fine because I knew I wasn't going. Well, she to was like there. one of those cheerleading moms who like took the other girls out, like no, like wait, wait, those wait, wait, Lifetime wait, wait, movies. No, no, she was. Well, Mary was a cheerleader. I like that Ryan's like whispering, like she's out, like she's no, outside. no, no. And Mary's on. But by the way, this is wild. My street. Like, don't worry, she's already dead. My street <laughs> after I left, two of the girls on the street got pregnant when they were seventeen. By you, and that's no, why God, no, 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 no. Um, but no. This, this uh, well, but Mary's still with her dude, and they have a huge family now. And I like, I mean, it worked out for them. But Rachel, like, you know, I think there was like a couple. And Rachel was the one that I liked, and she got pregnant after I left. Just like, and uh, you know, and and w- when I was there, they had, they had never even thought about sex. Like that was never even a thing on the agenda. And like, after which is I so left, weird because they were hanging out with you, so you on their mind. I exude it, and then after I left, the whole street like lit up. It must have been like a, a fuck fest on that street after i left you know well, now that they could actually get turned on and they're like now that ryan left yeah. we can actually wow men are attractive again by the way i was like i was but guys i was like 14 like it is uh, yeah i was um anywho anyways he goes to buzz's room he gets buzz's life yeah, savings more, more importantly i want to hear about her trouble at home where you're like oh and then she and then they go really really bad so have you reached out if to you her really lit by the way if you have you reached out to her you guys should string the movie parts together like a, like they do with like uh, only the good <laughs> scenes in Star Wars, you know, like and put one whole movie podcast together and then save all the because that was a good story. Like, that's a story that I've never told on the podcast before. That's brand. No, new. I, the thing is, I'm genuinely I am more concerned about this than the stage directions. It's too late. For- I mean, I can't we can't go back and save. you know, we can't go. They, they I can't stop the pregnancies now, you know. I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean like force stuff i mean like like convince them to wait till marriage to have sex yeah you're like i mean i can't go back and you know shove my uh protest signs in their face you know the rachel thing bummed me out though i was really good at signs i was really good at making signs i had the biggest crush on rachel i bought her one of these remember when they used to sell like those three foot cards and i i bought her a three foot new kids on the block card like they were like three feet in height. They were really big cards. Like like a like, like a greeting she, card. She like, her, like, like happy, day. happy this or something like, you know. And it was a three foot new kids on the block card. I think I got it from like Spencer's gifts. Ooh. So you could have gotten her like fake vomit or like a South Park memorabilia. I knew what I was trying to get. This is before uh, South Park. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was this was way before Comedy yeah. Central. I forget. Okay. Yeah. It was. I mean it was. I'm not, I'm not, anyway. I, I really could have gone parking with Rachel. I really, like, that was my dream, and it didn't. No, I mean, it was, like, listen, I really did, when, as a 13-year-old boy, I thought I was in love with Rachel Beaker, and I, I just, it, you know, I was everybody's friend. I was everybody's friend, and that's why I think, even in later, I, I, it, 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 if I'm it so used better, to being, I don't consider you a friend. I don't believe me after this, I don't. I, maybe like a mortal enemy, like um, two enemies coming together to barely piece together one hundred minute movie. So 
mad. I was like, you should watch this. No, this will be great. This is like, no, this is great. You can track, you can track my frustration. uh, The more and the more it goes on is it's no, there will be nothing. It's like the MTV show boiling points. You can see, I think that's. I'm making 20 cents for every minute I survive with Annabelle. Yeah. That was the boiling points was so stupid on MTV. Cause then at the end you get like, you can either take the $40 or you can, you know, and it was always like low money. And I was all like, this is so dumb. Like you, like you could make max like 60 bucks. Cause you stayed in a situation that was bad for 60 minutes. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in horrible situations that I, that are so insanely ridiculous where I'm just like, I wonder if like, I'm on like one of those reboots of those shows. And so I try to stay as calm as I can. Cause I'm like, maybe I can make some money. Maybe I'll get to meet, you know, like Dave Holmes, like previous guest on oh, so bad. It's but like, I'm and then I just like, I get out of that situation. I'm just like, Oh no, that was just another horrible interaction with the human to like add to my. I think our ability, our, I think our ability to not learn from our past mistakes is pretty on pretty amazing. I mean, as personally me and you, but also as a society, like that is like, I mean, I think, I will, I, I will stay in bad situations a lot longer than most people, you know? Well, I will just like wait them. I, I will just keep going with them. Like I will just keep talking to these people, like whatever it is. And then I, I just assume it will get better. Um, and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, at the end of my life, my funeral is going to just be people I don't like. <laughs> it's going to be people that- <laughs> I would love it if uh, the famous Ryan Bailey comes and he's like, well, this is the guy who brought down all of my ratings. This is the guy who took some of my Google hits. And I. uh... (laughs) No, wait, wait, I will say about I know this is now we're just jumping top of topic, but Taurus, I I told you I follow those Taurus Instagram accounts now, and I can't tell if the phone's listening to me and just making up memes because like they're becoming ir- like this one Taurus thing said Tauruses are they're very open but they'll keep their personal life personal and they're very like and I'm like wow that's kind of like me in a way but you are though- pretty private like you don't really share anything you play things pretty close no to the- but uh, pretty uh, close to pretty your tapes pretty close to uh the tip of your penis when it so, comes to no, what you, you share you know what I'm saying it, it's it's I don't know. anyways do you think the phone is making memes based on like conversations or anything like that? Um, I definitely, obviously like it definitely like anything you, anything you search, then like, that's all you see is like targeted ads for like that. No, but I just say like, it's just weird. Like, do you think like the phone is making Taurus specific memes and putting them in my face based on what I talk about? It's so weird because I'm, uh, like I'm an Aries and like, I'm not getting to see targeted Taurus ads like about you. No, you, you would get Aries ads. Like, does it like Aries like likes to go to parties with their horse? <laughs> and you'd be like, this is so eerie. I just went to a party with my horse and I'm in Aries. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Um, no, right now I'm kind of like off the I had a horrific um psychic reading like two days ago that I truly have not like recovered from. Wait, why don't you lead? Wait, what happened at the psychic reading? Hey guys, uh, by the way, the okay. kid's fine, he gets out of it, blah blah blah. Okay. End of movie. Oh, no. I, what happened to the psychic? I things? truly like. Okay, so this was like Nancy's. Like, like they're like, we don't know what to get you. So here's like this reading. I'm like, okay. Wait, you knew and, this this Wednesday when I talked to you. I said, what are they getting you for Christmas? You said you don't know. 
I didn't know. Cause like, I didn't ask for anything. We're not really doing Christmas this year. Like I got, so like, you I, found out Tyler Henry was available in the last <laughs> since Wednesday. Speaking of twink looking little boy, like little blondies, um, little porcelain blonde kids. <laughs> um, no, I Woo! would, no, I would love, uh, that. No. Um, she was like, yeah, it's, uh, it's this Indian woman and, and it's going to be at like the, this yoga studio and that, I, Aiken? She, that I used to teach at. Yeah. that <laughs> she, uh, she's like, yeah. And she's like the real deal. And so, uh, I, she was like suggested, she's like, you know, this might be a good idea for like, for you to get for your girlfriends for Christmas. But I was thinking of getting one for you, but I didn't want to do like a Danny or I didn't want to do like a Sheena with Danny on Vanderpump rules when she was like, I, I got a psychic reading for you. And by the way, they're outside the door. And like Danny, like freaked yeah. down and she's like, I don't want to talk to my dead mom, you know, like that. And she's like, I yeah. don't want to have that situation with you. So I'm giving you like a heads on up camera. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I went, uh, before work. And I was like, I'm coming in late. I have a doctor's appointment. Uh, and I'm like, it's the last appointment I can get for the year because this it was the last appointment I could get with this woman for the year. So I was like, you know, it's, it's she's a doctor of sorts. She's a doctor of the universe. Um, uh, where do you, where do you, is that, is that an ASU? Where do you get the degree on that? Where is that? I trust her more than I trust Dr. Oz. Like literally doctors, like the, the term doctor means nothing. She's uh, ru- she is running for office in South Carolina. So <laughs> That, that honestly would be, she hasn't been like, she lives in Pennsylvania. She is running for office in South Carolina, which is basically what he did. Um, oh, wow. Remember he like ran for office in a state he didn't fucking live in. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he like went around, he did like that. Wait, 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 back to the psychic. So you go to the psychic on two so days ago. I, what did she tell I, you? Uh, nothing great. Like it was truly like. Well, what did she I, tell you bad? Oh, um truly just like she it was like being with one of the moms on family karma and i love that show but just like something i did not want to like encounter because i'm just like can't you just like lie to me like every other fucking psychic and just tell you know like just like lie to me uh instead she was just like uh well first she's like i'm gonna interpret your like handwriting so like write your name like write your hand write your name and i was like okay and she's like okay, you're, she's like, all right, you are clever. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she goes, you are not focused at all. And I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I'm willing to put, can I get a sense? She's dead and, on. Like, So I was just like, all right, like, all right. She's like, okay, she's on the, she's on the right track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't shaved your legs in months now. And then I'm just like, whoa, this is scary. Are you my phone? Because this is completely. <laughs> Wait, what'd she say? Honestly, what did she say? Uh, no, she was just like, told me, uh, she's like, now I'm going to like hold your, so she's like, all right, I'm going to like hold your hands. She's like, okay. She's like, do you have a partner? And I'm like, no. And she's like, are you in a relationship? And I was like, no. And she's like, is there anyone that, you know, I was like, no. And I wanted to be like, aren't you supposed to know this? Or can't you tell yeah. And she's just it's- like. She's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm not. You're like, do, am I going to? She goes, oh, you're a little old not to be. You're, so, you're a little oh, old. That's to be. And I was like, I, uh, and she's like, aren't you like 39? I'm like, no. And she's like, not like there's anything wrong if you're 39 or not in a relationship and or both. But she was just like, oh, it's a little, 
it's a little old. You really should be. And I'm like, I don't believe she said I, this. Literally on Cheeto's life, on Cheeto's life, I, which I care about more than my own, on Cheeto's life, I swear. And I was just like, no, not. Um, and her next, her next thing was like, Cheeto's going to die this week. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. Right. Listen, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> shaken. I truly, I am fucking. So she was just like, you, why aren't you in a relationship? And I wanted to be like, I, you, I, you tell me, I don't. Uh, and she's just like, it's, you know, this would be the time. Why aren't you out dating or trying to be in a relationship? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm, I know I'm scared. Can you just tell me when I'm going to meet like a rich man or just like a man or a rich woman? I don't care at this point. Can she's you like, just- look, look around toots. We're in South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> she was just like, she really like age shamed me. And then I'm just like, you know, like, I don't know. I'm, uh, she's like, well, you're hiding here. Basically. It's like, she talked to you and Cynthia, like right before this fucking reading. And that I really don't even think she was a psychic actually. Um, after having this entire session with her, um, cause it was just like, she talked to Cynthia and my therapist, um, where Did she, she say, if you'd ever finished the movie home alone. Um, no, she said I died before then. Um, <laughs> or, well, she said my partner in it would kill himself. Uh, yeah. uh, he'd die of old age. Um, no, she, uh, she was just like, well, when are you going to go, uh, back to like, when are you going to go back to Los Angeles and like live your life? And I'm like, well, I, did you tell her anything about Los Angeles or did she see well, that? No, I said, your... She was like, no, she was like, what's your, uh, first question. And I'm just like, like all my stuff still lives in LA. I came here not expecting to still be here. It was supposed to be like two weeks. And then I got into like what I'm into now. And I, you know, I would have to move back like without my animals. And that really, you know, I, that's like what gives me like my, my joy. Purpose, yeah. I just don't know like what I'm doing with my life. And she's just like, well, you can't stay here for your animals. And I'm like, well, I know it's just like, I was really depressed. And like, this is like, it's really like helped me a lot. And she's like, yeah, it's helped you. But just so you know, your animals are going to be dead. And then you will have wasted that much time and your youth and you're going to be, and your animals are going to be dead and you'll still be alone. And I'm like, oh, whoa, fucking are you sure wait 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 are you sure this isn't your therapist like this feels like i'm not saying it in the indian accent that she said it in but this doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like like a psychic but it doesn't feel like a psychic it was like whoa like whoa lady like did you ask her did you see this in a vision or are you just telling me what you would tell anybody like she's just like you can't because like cynthia keeps saying you know she's like you can't just like you know live in aiken because it's like your horses and i'm like i don't know it's just like you know when people are like when somebody like gives up their dog or whatever and they're like how could anyone give up their dog or how could anyone move without their animals like how could you even do that and i, it's like, I mean I, yeah, I understand I, that like completely understand that yeah like Trust me, I did not plan on this, but it's like, I'm going to move, like, it would just be like moving back to nothing with like, no one like there and like not having my animals where I'm just like, Ooh, as somebody who has like enough problem with depression anyway, and then going back, but like for her to be like, so just so you know, you're, you're at the age where you should be in a relationship already. And you're just going to like stay here for like, 
you're just going to stay here for your animals or whatever you're going to do for your animals. No, eventually they'll be dead and you'll have spent that time and spent all of the, spent all of those years and you'll be, you'll still be alone. And I was just like, I literally a fucking doctor's appointment. Did she say, did she go, did she go burn, burn? Like colonoscopy with no like drugs or not like literally anything. If I had like she butt fucked me. She fucking pulled a successful Ryan Bailey on me. <laughs> I, she she butt fucked me so fucking hard. It was like through my mouth. Like came out. Like it was one of the most painful. She shit talked you so bad. You thought of dating her. I just. <laughs> And so now, now, now I'm also in love with somebody who's negging me. Uh, <laughs> like it was yeah, just but, but, okay, but 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 at the same time, it was. It was but it, like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, she's a okay. At the same time, she's a psychic in South Carolina. Like it's not like give me a break. I think uh, I think we we can say enough bad things just even hearing that. That you know she's but probably not on the right like, path. Be like a psychic. Watch your horses, by the way. But just like fucking lie to me say fake positive things that are going to happen to me so that then i can be wait 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 wait. did she say did she at least say one positive thing no like truly no she like said she's like you're like you're protected and i'm like by by what big pharma okay semi like i just i i it was truly like she's like your lucky numbers are eight four and seven i'm like great um, cause I wanted to be like, listen, lady, I she's also, she court. goes, and also that's how old you're going to be when these animals die and you start your life. 847. <laughs> and, by, and she also told me I'm not Broadway bound. So it was a pretty horrible day, Ryan. Like, <laughs> but she did agree. The beauty and the beast remake was, <laughs> it was the only, it was the only thing that I'm like, I accept that it was Ryan. It was terrible. Like it was truly, it was yeah, truly but- terrible. And she who, was I mean, just but like, honestly, put that aside. I mean, who cares? I mean, honestly, who the fuck cares about what this on is? On Cheeto's life, she then asked me, she goes, you don't want to be a spinster, do you? And I'm like, I I'm truly- stop you. I spinster's not even a word anymore. I could have just read like internet comments, okay? Like, I don't have to like pay like $100 to come see you. Like, I just like- Well, to be fair, your mom supposedly did that with the Christmas gift, right? That's true. So now I, now she owes me a hundred dollars. And also like, wait, 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 wait. What if your mom paid some like random stranger to act like they're a psychic and like, and she's like, she's, your mom's trying to get you to move. She's like, yeah, tell her this, this, and this. Parents really, really just want you to be independent. And you know, you don't want to be this age and like living with your parents and you, I mean, this is the age where people are, you know, married and have children. Don't you want to have that? And I'm like, I've never wanted to have children ever. So that's not, which, when by it, the way, is completely fine and totally normal. Like, and she's just like, well, you know, the person you're with might want to. And I'm like, okay, then that's not going to be my person because that's uh, that's just not something I've ever, like, wanted, which is fine. This world is good without more people. And like, at this point, do you think even Trump's going to want to have another kid? Like, and like the virility on this man <laughs> is like, is it even going to be working at the time you guys end up together? I mean, like, it doesn't, you know. Oh, my also, God. I know. Or, or like, or like, oh, this is like, me and me and Jamie Kennedy's daughter. Like, are you really want to go around saying that? Like, oh, my God. Talk about having a fucking gaping asshole and like being fucked like Brian, like that, like the porn star. Wait, Ryan. wait, where are you? Where oh, are you my going God. If this? I had sex with Jamie Kennedy, I would be, I'd. 
Oh yeah. If you guys are just tuning in, she's told us in other episodes that Jamie Kennedy is packing as the psychic has told uh, Annabelle to do to get back to LA. Um, uh, No. Yeah. yeah. Like besides like her being accurate about him having a giant fucking hog, it was just like, spinster advice, like so offensive. At the end, did she say, did she say happy holidays? Merry Christmas. What'd she say at the end? And she's just like, do you have WhatsApp? You can always text me with questions. And I'm like, I, I okay. Like, I just. And yeah, so Anna, you know, Annabelle, I, I mean, her, like, listen, listen, listen you could, she still hasn't answered my WhatsApps. You could come back tomorrow if you want. Like, it, that, that, it doesn't matter what some goofy person said that your mom paid a hundred bucks to. Like, it honestly doesn't. Like, it just doesn't. I, it is, I am. This is why I don't go to psychics. This is why I've never done a psychic. Like, I don't think I, I've done a psychic. Yell shaken. I, well, I'm sure that's, I'm sure you've wanted to do a psychic at some point. Oh, then, is that a, is that a poor joke? Because I'm poor? No, that, I'm no, sure you would have no, wanted to go to a psychic. No, that was a puka shell necklace of, I'm sure you wanted to do is No, it was a dumb sex joke <laughs> of, of another girl that you, <laughs> you did not make it with so it was a crab shell joke actually no i'm not such an elitist that i'm making fun of your poor thing and i didn't even bring up that you probably couldn't even afford a puka shell necklace because I'm, I'm too no i got the puka shell necklace and why my parents bought it was when i was like 13 uh, no for, you definitely can because nancy and i are both high ends or whatever whatever's the top um patreon thing of your patreon do a show with me? You paid for the do a show with me? You're doing a show with me. Why'd you pay for that level? Well, that was my other Christmas present, Ryan. Yeah, your mom's like, well, I just, got, going on I, I just, I just got, a, I'm getting my fucking all of mom, I just got a check for $30,000 from your mom. <laughs> I'm supposed to podcast with you for the rest of my life now. I'm, uh, by the way, this counts as 30,000 of those dollars right now. Um, hey, you guys, you know what I'm about to do? Back to the film. I'm sorry. Um, you should delete all of this. Just no, 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 no. This is no. I'm, unfortunately, um, fortunately, no. we are open with people, and this is good. This is healthy, and there was nothing said bad. Anyways, Marvin Harry are uh, still trying to get this little kid, and they're back <laughs> in the McAllisters, and he's like silver tuna tonight. Uh, you know? <laughs> Anyways, Kevin's at the grocery store, and this little bastard is like. Is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association to the cashier? She's like, I don't know. She's like, Can you please find out? And I'm like, Kevin. And the cashier's also, like, like oh. what kid? Like, what little kid? Like, I think that was one of the most unrealistic parts of this movie. Is like, what little kid is like, I get this, but like wants to brush its teeth. Well, that's but that it's showing that the kid is being responsible for himself now. He's starting that's to like good. do what his parents I'm told him to do. I don't- I don't. I, I like flossing and doing that. The psychic, the psychic lady was like, "Brush your teeth more. Maybe you'll get a man." <laughs> Betches.